Good evening. Today we'll be studying the 21st, 21st chapter of Yichut Isurebi'ah. And this chapter will deal with uh, various dinim regarding different interactions that one may have with other types of women, um, specifically the Arayot, and also um, in regards to the Mehuyave Lavin. We'll also talk about um, certain behaviors that are prohibited um, in order for one to distance himself from doing any type of avera in um, in the realm or in the area of um, Isure Bi'ah as a whole. And we'll close the chapter by talking about who uh, one should marry and different, different, um, different elements one should look for when um, trying to get married and to find a wife. So, Hilchot Isure Bi'ah Perek Kaf Aleph. And I'm just going to open with this again as the Mishneh Torah is built. It is the Halakha um, as, uh, as decided by the Supreme Court of the Jewish people at the close of the uh, Talmud Bavli. And regards to Halakha Le Ma'aseh, um, certain practices that one may have um, can differ from uh, this from the Mishneh Torah as a whole, but specifically in um, reference to this chapter. Uh, and everyone should uh, follow their own community practice or ask their chacham, uh, especially in regards to um, the subject of uh, arayot and forbidden relationships. And with that, we'll begin. Anyone who had relations with a woman who is considered an erva to him by way of limbs or uh, the reproductive organs, or if he hugged or kissed one of them in a lustful way, and he derived pleasure and benefit from uh, the physical contact, this type of individual would be liable for malkut, uh, for violating a scriptural law, as the Torah says, so that you don't do any of these abominable acts. And the Torah further says that you shall not approach an erva and expose um, and expose them. As if to say that you shall not come close or approach anything that may bring you to uh, having forbidden relations. And anyone who does or indulges in one of these practices is suspect of behaving um, and having uh, forbidden relations. And this has a certain nafkami note. For example, if he does this in with Edim, he is uh, forbidden uh, to testify Torah because all of the Hiyuve Malkut um, are Pasula Edut Azul Bezat Hashem Si in Hilchot Edut Perik Yod. Halachabet. Ve Asur le Adam ni Krotz Beyadav Uvraglav, and it is prohibited for an individual to make certain suggestive suggestive gestures with his hands or his feet, or to wink with one of his eyes to one of the arayot, so too to 
jest with them or to act frivolously with them. Even to smell um, certain fragrance that she has or perfume that she has on her or to, um, or to gaze in her beauty, it is prohibited. And one who does this is liable for makat um, mardut. Yes, and someone who yeah, someone who directs his minds towards this and engages in this behavior again is liable for makat mardut. So to someone who gazes even at um, the little finger of a woman with the intention of deriving benefit and pleasure at it. If it's as if that individual is looking at that woman's um, private parts. So also it is prohibited to listen to a singing woman's voice, again, with the intent to derive benefit, or to look um, at a woman's hair, and again, to with the intention of deriving benefit is prohibited. And all of these things that we mentioned don't only apply to the arayot, rather they also apply to the those women who are prohibited by a negative Torah prescription. And it is permitted for someone to gaze or to or to check out. Um, a, an unmarried girl, whether she was um, never previously married or if she was previously married, but currently she is unmarried and she's single, in order for him to see if she, um, if he finds her attractive or not, in order for her to potentially marry her, and there is nothing prohibited about this. And not only that, it is um, encouraged um, and it is proper for one to do this. But he may not uh, look or gaze at her in an adulterous way with the intention to do an avirah. As the pasuk in Iyov says, That Iyov says, in, in Sefer Iyov, it says that um, he has made a covenant. Yes, I have made a covenant with my eyes. How then shall I look on an unmarried girl with um, adulterous intentions. This is a little bit reminiscent, um, to me at least, of the pasuk in the Torah and the Shema when it says, "Lotaturu um, The correlation between the the eyes um, as being the one the um, one that may be led um, to the path of sedu- seduction is a theme that is uh, pretty common throughout Tanakh. It is also permitted for a man to gaze at his wife while she is a nida. Even though while she is a nida, she is considered to be an irva to him. And even though he does um, have some, his heart is pleased and he does derive some benefit when he sees her. Since she will be permitted to be with him after she is a nida, 
this person wouldn't be led by uh, this temptation to have forbidden to have relations with her while she is in Nida'ava. But he may not jest with her or uh, or um, Yes, or act frivol frivolously with her, um, again, so that they don't come to do an avira. Halacha he asur It is prohibited for um, services to be done for a man by um, a woman, because this could result in close contact between the two of them and excess um, time spent with her, and may lead to some inappropriate activity. Ben gedola ben ketana whether she was. A minor, whether she was um, an older girl, ben or an older woman rather, ben shifha, ben whether she was a servant or if she was um, freed, because this might lead to inappropriate thoughts on the part of the man. Which uh, services exactly did Hahamim prohibit? For example, washing his face, hands, and feet and setting the bed um, in his presence, which was uh, back in the day um, a type of su suggestive um, invitation um, for having relations about, by a wife. And also uh, it is prohibited for her, um, the services that Chachamim again referred to, um, one of them was, yes, that she, to pour um, a cup for him, probably a cup of, it seems to be that it's a cup of wine, Yes, it's referring to wine. The Megid Mishneh comments that it is, yes, referring to wine. Because all of these things were all services and things that a woman would do for her husband. And it is prohibited to inquire about the well-being of a specific woman, even if he does so um, through a messenger. And it seems to be that the reason for this um, because it can may bring to um, close contact or it might bring the husband of the women of whom the guy is, say, is inquiring about to think that there is something up uh, between her, his uh, wife and the guy who is inquiring about her. But obviously it is permitted to ask um, another man about the well-being of his family. Um, but, um, and obviously he's allowed to give them um, a beracha, Haramba mentions this in the Teshuvah, but um, it seems to be that he cannot inquire about, again, the well-being of a specific um, woman. Because, again, it could bring to um, certain uh, suspicions, certain inappropriate activity as well. Halacha vav. Ha-mehabbek ahat min ha-arayot she'en li-boshel adam nukfu alehen o she-nishek ahad mehen. Someone who hugs one of the um, women who is in erva to him, that he does not get excited or have any inappropriate thoughts about them, or if he kissed one of them, for example, if he did this to his sister, his older sister, or his um, mother's sister, any anyone of this sort, again, that if he does have physical contact with them, for example, a hug or a kiss, um, he wouldn't necessarily have any inappropriate thoughts or any um, feelings of that sort. Even though there is no um, desire or any um, benefit 
Despite that, it is still uh, shameful. And it is prohibited, Hanabam says, and it is a practice of fools. Because one should not come into contact with anyone who is an Ervate, whether she was an older or a minor, aside from a mother with her son and a father to his daughter. How so? For example, it is pro- permitted for a father to hug and kiss his daughter. And to um, sleep next to each other with their bodies touching. So to a woman with her son, so long as they are minors. If they, however, grew up and the son be- and girl also um, became, yeah, they became older. Um, this meaning when they become older, it means that they um, pretty much went through puberty and they the girl developed breast uh, breast and um, they grew hair. Um, the father should sleep in his um, in his bed with his blanket and his daughter should sleep in her um, in her blanket. And so too for the father, for the mother and the daughter. If while they are minors, the girl would be embarrassed to stand naked uh, before her father or if she was married, same thing applies for a woman, for a mother rather, who would be embarrassed to stand before her son while she is unclothed. Even though, again, they are minors, once they reach the point that it would be embarrassing for them, they do not, should not sleep um, in the same kesut, in the same uh, blanket as them. Halakha het. Nashim hamesolelot zo bazo. Women who engage in inappropriate sexual acts with each other. Asur, it is prohibited. And it is um, acts that the Egyptians would do that we were cautioned for us not to do. And Hahamim said, What was the practice in Mitzrayim? Yes, she was talking about Abishan. And Abishan said, As the actions and actions, um, Activities and acts that the Mitzrim um, did, you shall not do. Amru Hamim Hayyosim and Hamim said, "What exactly would they do?" Ish noseish, ish veisha nos aisha veisha nisayet lishne anashim. What they would do is sometimes they would have a man who would marry a man, and a woman marry a woman, and a woman marry multiple men. All of this obviously is absolutely prohibited. So yes, yeah, so women again who engaged in inappropriate sexual acts. Is absolutely prohibited according to halakha. Even though this is prohibited, the women who engage in this activity would not be liable for malkut. Because there is no specific love, um, negative prescription in the Torah that prohibits this. Because and additionally, there is no bi'ah um, 
in regards to women who do these things, who um, engage in this, um, in these acts. Therefore, they are not, women, a woman, for example, who engaged in this type of action would not be prohibited to a kohen because of zinut, because again, there's no bi'ah. And a woman who engages in this activity while she is married to her husband would not be prohibited to be with her husband. She end kan zinut because there is no zinut in this activity. However, it is proper for the beddin uh, to um, to give them lashes for for violating a rabbinic prohibition. Because again, they uh, violated something um, that was prohibited. And it is proper that a husband um, is particularly strict with his wife about this. And therefore, the husband should um, not allow his wife to hang out with these types of women and not to let them visit her and not to let her visit them either. Wife of a husband is permitted to have relations with him. Therefore, therefore, anything that a man, um, any act, yes, he can act with his wife in any ma manner, uh, in any manner he wishes. He has relations with her at any time he wants. He can kiss any part of her body, he can have relations with her in the normal way, he can also have relations with her in the um, atypical way, um, uh, or, and, also he, and also with other um, organs as well. And even though, despite this fact, it is pious for an individual not to act too casually in regards to this. And he should sanctify himself while having for while having relations. As we mentioned, and he should not stray away from um, the typical practices that people do in regards to um, sexual relations. Because this is should when while doing this, one should only have in mind that this is for um, fulfilling a mitzvah of piriya v'riviya. It is prohibited for an individual to have relations by the light of the lamp. If it was Friday evening and there was not another um, room for them to have relations and the um, and the room was lit by light of a lamp. This person, type of person should not have relations at all. So too, it is prohibited for a Jew to have relations during the day. Because it is um, shameless behavior. If he was a student of the sages, that he would not... Um, do this, uh, he would not do this normally and he wouldn't continue to do this. He may spread a cloak over himself and have relations during the day. Yes, and we don't encourage this and 
we shouldn't recourse to this except in time of a great need. And the way of sanctity is for one to have relations in the middle of the night because people, um, other people of the that were living nearby would typically be sleeping at that time and not hear what was going on next door. Hachamim weren't so happy with someone who uh, would excessively have relations and would be with his wife all the time like um, a rooster. And this type of individual is blemished to a significant degree. And he acts like a fool. Rather, anyone who limits himself in regards to having relations, it is Praiseworthy, and this is all provided that he doesn't neglect his mar- marital responsibility of ona, and he does so with his wife's consent. Back in the day, um, as we mentioned in Sefer Ahava, Hahamim Ezra Sofer rather made a takana that a baal keri, someone who has a seminal emission. Um, cannot um, read in the Torah or read Kriyat Shema or even, yes, that he may not read in the Torah, he may not read in the Torah, read Kriyat Shema until he goes to the Mikveh. But this Takana uh, did not spread throughout um, the entire Jewish people. So it doesn't, um, it doesn't apply today, but Harambam here is demonstrating that the, the original intent of the Takana um, of the Ba'alikriyim, of someone again who had a seminal emission, who would not be permitted to read in the Torah until he dips in the mikveh. The whole point of this was f- to limit um, the general populations having relations, because clearly there was an, this issue during the time of Ezra. So to Hachamim prohibited for an individual to have relations. And his mind, um, he's thinking about a different woman. The law of all mitoch shichrut, so too he should may not have relations while drunk um, or while um, he intoxicated. Velo mitoch meriva, and not um, after or in the midst of having an argument. Velo mitoch sina, and not while he is um, he is feeling feel he is feeling some type of hatred towards someone. Velo yavo aleha bal korhabi hi yere ami nimenu, and so too he should not um, have relations with her. Um, in a forceful way, or while she is in dread of him. So too, when one of the um, one of the people in the yes one either yes, if one of them, the husband or the wife, were in Nidui, they should not have relations. He should not have relations with her um, if he made up his mind to divorce her. If, but if he did this, the children from this type of relations are not are are would be will be degenerates. Yes, they were are not um, they were not conceived in the proper way. Rather, these type of children will, will have um, will typically be um, shameless and renegades and transgressors. So to Hachamim said, So to Hachamim said in regards to a woman who is shameless, 
who brazenly demands um, for her husband to have relations with her. Or a woman who seduces a man to marry them. Or if he or if an individual intended to have relations with one one of his wives and then had relations with his one of his other wives. And a woman also a woman who doesn't wait three months after her husband died. And this child would be a safik, the child we don't because we don't know from who the child, um, who the father of the child is. All of these types of women who are born out of the, these this type of union in relation. The child, the children, yes, born out of this um, are the children that Yehezkel and Perekhaf refer to as the Moridim Poshaim, the renegades and the uh, transgressors. That the suffering of the Galut filters these types of um, individuals out of the Jewish population. It is prohibited for an individual to have relations with his wife in a public place, like a street or a road or a garden or an orchard. Rather, they should only have relations in their living quarters in order for it not to look like zenut, and they um, become accustomed to having relations in public places just like um, zonot have. And someone who has relations with his wife in these types of places is liable for makat mardut. So to anyone who has who does kiddushin bevia or uh, who does kiddushin in the shuk, or someone who does kiddushin without prior acquaintance, he, are all liable for makat mardut. Also, a guest at an inn is prohibited to have relations with his wife until they return to their home. So too, it is prohibited for an individual to live in the house of his father-in-law because it it's a type of shameless. It it is it is shameless, and um and the reason for this is that having relations in one's um, in-laws' home was considered to be um, was considered to be inappropriate activity, and also he sh- a um, a man should not go to the merhats with um, his father-in-law. So too, it is an individual may not enter the merhats with his father. So too, he cannot enter the merhats with his. Uh, sister's husband or with one of his students. But if he needed his uh, student to be with him, his student is permitted to enter with him. And yes, there are, um, yeah, and there were certain places that the practice there was for two brothers not to enter their merhats together. Uh, the Jewish girls may not go to the shuk. Um, bareheaded, whether they were single or they were married. So to a woman 
um, may not walk in the shuk and her son um, is behind her where he where she cannot see him. And this was decreed by the Hahamim in order for uh, people in the shuk not to um, kidnap her son and she would go and look after look for her son to bring him back. And these evil people would um, mistreat and molest the women and um, yeah, the, that took the child. Therefore, um, a woman, whenever walking in the shuk, should only walk with her um, child um, in the front. And just something to keep, to keep in mind, Chachamim and all of these halachot were not made in a vacuum. Chachamim did not live in a vacuum. And the, if Chachamim um, make certain types of gezerot and certain types of halachot and remark about something, it's clear clearly because these things were issues in these situations and um, these and these occurrences were something that would happen um, in the um, society in the time. And a lot of these halakhot, again, are relevant um, for us today, maybe now more than um, during the times of the hachamim. But hachamim only did and instituted these things because these occurrences um, were common. Halakha yod het. It's prohibited for an individual to expend semen for no purpose, um, as shikhvat zera is something to be used to create life, not uh, to be wasted. Therefore, an individual should not thresh um, on the inside and then um, spray on the outside. And this is, uh, this is a euphemism for having bi'ah. An individual should not um, have relations with his wife and then ejaculate outside um, of her. So to an individual may not marry a minor who is not who still cannot have children yet. Um, and these people that um, yes that masturbate and um, expend semen for no purpose. Um, they not only are doing a great prohibition, but anyone who does this is liable for nidui. And about these types of people, Yeshayahu Hanavi says um, in Perek Aleph that your, their hands are filled with blood and it's as if they um, killed another individual. So it is forbidden for an individual to bring um, about bring himself to an erection or to think about things um, that are inappropriate that would yes things that are inappropriate. Um, rather, if an individual has some type of inappropriate thought, he should direct his mind um, from these nonsense and um, from wasting seed and should focus on the Torah as the Torah is a loving dough and a graceful ibex. Therefore, an individual um, may not sleep on his back and his um, facing upwards. Rather, he should tilt a little bit to the side in order for him not to have an erection. If anyone remembers, this is something that we mentioned in 
הלכות דעות. וכן לא יסתכל בבהמה חיה ועוף בשעה שמזדקקים זכר לין קבע סוטו An individual may not stare at um, animals um, while, they are, while they are mating, whether they're male or female. Um, but it, professional animal breeders um, are um, allowed to insert the male organ into the female organ because it is their occupation and they won't come to have inappropriate thoughts. הלכה אחת, וכן אסור לאדם להסתכל בנשים בשעה שהן עומדות על הכביסה, so too it is prohibited for an individual to gaze at a woman while she is um, doing the laundry. And the reason for this is because a woman who's doing laundry um, would typically kneel down um, or lean over and um, her um, body would be exposed. Also when she would hang clothes, her arms would be exposed and other parts of her body may be exposed as well. Hence this Isur. So too it is prohibited for someone to gaze at a woman who is wearing brightly weared, yes, to, to gaze at brightly colored clothing of a woman that he knows because again, um, for him not to come to, to have any inappropriate thoughts. Yes, Yes, Anyone who encountered a woman in the street, An individual who encountered a woman in the street or in the shuk, it is prohibited for him to walk behind her. Rather, he should um, hasten himself and have her um, at his side or behind him, and again, in order for him not to look at her while she is walking straight in front of him. And anyone who um, would walk directly behind the women in the shuk um, was, is considered to be a disgraceful and uneducated individual. So too, it is prohibited for an individual to pass by the door or the entrance of a isha zona, a woman who is known to be a zona, until he distances himself for a mot from the door, as the Torah, as Mishle says, um, you shall not um, approach the door of her house. And just as a side point, in this pasuk that Rambam is bringing from Sefer Mishle, Sefer Mishle in Perekeh and in a couple other places describes um, the process of um, of how not being extremely careful with these types of halachot and with an individual's um, behavior, specifically um, with women, um, and acting um, lewdly or promiscuously with them, what that type of behavior um, can lead to, and the the Mishle demonstrates that these types of matters can spiral spiral very quickly into very, very bad behavior. If anyone wants to um, take a look, Sefer Mishle, Pereke, and other places as well. Halacha Kaf Bet. It is prohibited for an individual who is not married to grab hold of his private parts in order for him not to 
um, have any types of inappropriate thoughts. So to um, under an individual's um, stomach, he should not, um, his hands should not go there. Again, for him not to have any inappropriate thoughts. So too, if an individual is urinating, he should not hold his organ in order for him not to come to have any inappropriate thoughts. But if he was married, he may do so. Also, when he is, whether an individual is married, whether he is not married, he should not um, put his hand to his organ um, unless he is um, using the bathroom. Halakha kav gimel. Hasidim harishonim gdolei hachamim hitba'er echad mehen Early sages and the greatest of the Hachamim prided themselves, one of them prided themselves on the fact that he did not look uh, at his circumcision um, in, his, in his entire life. So too, um, there, were, there was another Hacham who prided himself that he did not look upon or fantasize on the figure of even his wife. And the reason for this is because his mind was totally turned away from vanity and things of no value um, and things that were pretty material. Um, rather, he would only focus on things of truth and um, these things of truth and divrei Torah are things that take hold of the hearts of the distinguished um, and sanctified individuals. Halacha kaf dalet. Mitzvat hachamim lehasi adam banav uvnotav samuch lefirkan she'im yanihen yavo u'videh zenut ohirhur. Hachamim instructed, and it is a, that, yes, and it is a prescription by hachamim for an individual to marry off his sons and daughters close to when they go through pu puberty, because if he leaves them, they may come to uh, zenut or inappropriate thoughts. And upon this it is said, and in Sefer Iyob it says that you should bring about your family without transgression. And it is prohibited for an older woman to marry um, a minor guy. Because it is like Zenut. Because, and the reason for this is because this woman will look um, elsewhere um, for, um, this, for relations and for this type of attention. Because this minor kid's hormones haven't uh, really kicked in yet and he isn't really attracted to her. So um, again, it is a woman shouldn't, an older woman should not marry um, a minor child because it would probably lead to Zenut. It is also prohibited for a man to um, live without a wife. It is prohibited. Uh, an individual should not marry a woman who is barren or a woman who is old, so old that she um, doesn't have the ability to have children anymore. But a woman has the option never to get married because only the man is um, instructed on the to do the mitzvah of piriya vereviya, and a woman is not. So to a woman, if she wants, has the choice to marry someone who is impotent or to 
Also, a young guy should not marry an older woman, and also an older woman should not marry a young guy because this can lead to Zenut again um, because there isn't any attraction between them and the look elsewhere um, first in someone else and they'll look for someone else to have relations that would be more attractive and more fitting for them to be with. So to someone who divorced his wife after they were um, after the nisuin was done, they should not live together in the same hatser because they may come to um, have zenut. And back in the day, neighbors was something much more common than today. Today, um, most People don't have anything to do, um, not most people, some people, a lot of people in America don't have anything to do with their neighbors, but back in the day and in Israel, neighbors are something that are really common. So if um, an encounter with your neighbor with was something that was pretty inevitable, so um, we don't want, um, after a man divorces his wife, we don't want them to rekindle their um, relationship um, because again, once an individual divorces his wife, it's clear that he thought long and hard about this. So we don't want them to um, renew their um, connection. And we prefer it in halakha is that they should not live with each other um, in the same hatser because, um, again, this can lead to zenut because they are already um, acquainted with one another and um, these things can happen. And if, she wa- if he was a kohen, who he cannot remarry her, he may not live with her in a mavui. Um, a mavui is a type of alleyway, and a village, a smaller village, is regarded as a mavui. If he if he had a loan that he had to co- if she had a loan, if he lent her money and he had to collect the money, he should appoint. A messenger to collect it. A divorcee who comes with her um, ex-husband to court, we put them both in nidui, or we, they are, li- or we give them makat mardud lashes for violating a rabbinic um, prescription because it's clear that they maintained a connection after they were divorced. If, however, she was divorced while from the Irusin, he may directly collect a loan from her or and live in the same um, courtyard as her. But if they were on good terms, even if she was divorced from the Irusin, they cannot live together in the same Hatser or um, he cannot collect money directly from her. And who gives way? Um, for the other, if they both wanted to live in the same area, he needs head mipanav. The um, former wife um, gives way for her um, former husband. The im hayeta hatzer sheila. He needs who needs head mipaneha. But if the courtyard belonged to her and she owned it, um, he must give way for her, and she can continue to live there. Halacha kavav. Asur le adam. It is prohibited for an individual to marry a woman, but in his mind, he 
um, has the intention to subsequently divorce her, as the Torah, as Sefer, sorry, as Mishle says, um, do not plot evil on your neighbor while he is sitting innocently and safely with you. Again, just um, another thing to know. This is, I think, the third or fourth pasuk from Mishle that Hanabam is quoted in this chapter. But if he, um, pre- before they got married, told her that they would only be married for a specific amount of time, um, it is permitted because in this case there is no trickery or, um, yeah, there's no trickery involved and no nothing and no surprises. And the women, um, we should remember, has the choice to refuse. So again, if um, he has the, if he comes forth clean and tells her that he's only going to marry her for a specific amount of time, it is permitted, but he may not, under any circumstances, marry a woman while in mind he ha- he will um, divorce her soon after. Also, an individual should not marry a girl while he is living in one city and she is living in another city. Because um, time might go by because a child of this marriage may come to marry his sister or um, his mother's sister or his father's sister or anything of this sort without being aware because he because again yes because they're living in two separate places and as time goes by um, things can happen and people can meet. But if he was a um, distinguished individual and famous and people, and he was well known, and his children are also well known, it is permitted um, for this type of thing to occur. And meaning, yes, that a man and wife may live in two separate cities. Halacha. <sighs> An individual should not marry into a family of Mitzuraim. Mitzuraim is, as we'll see, a type of severe skin disorder, or you should not marry into a family who and who they have a family history of seizures or epilepsy. And um, this is all provided that there is an assu- a presumption based on three cases that this was hereditary and that it was passed down because our concern is that it will pa- be passed down to his children. This is something called the um, Dean. Um, Din Katlanit, that the halakha here is that a woman who married two men, um, one after another, and they died, she should not marry a third guy. And Harambam has a very, very interesting teshuvah um, in regards to this. And he says that um, he's surprised by this Pesach halakha. And that this is a general ruling um, that the Chachamim made. But there is no real Isur on the part of the women if she marries a third guy. 
Again, if anyone wants to look, it's a very, very interesting teshuvah um, that Harambam writes in regards to this. If she was, she did marry a third guy, she should not, she doesn't need to get divorced. Um, and even if um, the Kiddushin was done, um, they can um, consummate the marriage. An uneducated individual should not marry a Kohenet. Because it is um, a disgrace for the offspring of Aharon. But if he did um, marry a Kohenet, Hamim said that their marriage is not ideal. Rather, uh, he would die without having um, male children, or he would die, or that she would die soon, um, rather quickly. Or there would be strife um, in this type of union. However, if a Talmud Hahamim, a student of the sages, marries a Kohenet, it is something that is graceful and pleasant and praiseworthy. As the as Torah and Kehuna in this case are united and it's something that we um, we uh, encourage. Halacha kaftet final halacha. Lo yisa adam bat amha aret. An individual should not marry the daughter of someone who is uneducated. Sheim met ogala banav ameha aretihu. Because if he dies or um, is exiled to some place, his children will be uneducated. Sheen iman yudat keter Torah because his because their mother does not have um, knowledge um, of Torah or the priority um, of Torah or the importance rather of Torah. And an individual should not marry off his daughter to someone who is uneducated because anyone who marries off his daughter to someone who is uneducated, it's as if he tied her up and gave her before um, the lion. Just as a lion strikes, then has relations um, and has no shame. So to this individual, um, this is what Chachamim compared this type of individual to. Chachamim said that um, an individual should always sell um, whatever. Yes, he should sell anything he has um, if he has if he can marry with that money the daughter of a Talmud Chachamim. Because if he dies or is exiled, his children will most probably be Talmud Chachamim. Chachamim said that an individual should marry um, off his daughter to a Talmud Chachamim because there isn't anything reprehensible or any strife in this in the house of a Talmud Hahamim Baruch Adonai Amen Ve Amen.